Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. It's me, Boozer. And I am the miniature insurgent. Hello, I'm the brain, and I've just given you a clue about what brewery we're doing today. I hate you sometimes. <laughs> I knew you'd enjoy that. Oh, I didn't enjoy it. It's just painful. <laughs> and yeah, if you haven't it's guessed birthday it. Birthday time. Once again, we are going back to our favourite South Walian brewery to finally finish the ninth birthday beers from Tiny Rebel. Yes! Yes! We have We've got, done it! We have got to the penultimate episode of season one. Yep. <laughs> and we're finally doing it, and we've got four in store for this we episode. Do. I'm proud of us for getting this done before the end of the year. <laughs> I don't want to say it's been a slog because I love tiny rebel beers and I've enjoyed these beers. It's been but very it's been a mission. Slog. It's been yeah. a mission for sure. <laughs> anyway, lined up for this episode, we have Bump and Grind, which is a mango and ginger Lil India Pale Lager, kicking in at 4.4%. Yum, yum, yum. Followed up swiftly by Cosmic Surfin, a Citra and Simcoe Oat Milk Nipa at 5.4%. Then I genuinely think we really start to kick into some of the things that we know and love about Tiny Rebel. Next we have mm -hmm. Black Cherry Cream, a Black Cherry Cream Soda Pale Ale at 4.2%. And finally, we'll be ending with Slush Dough. And yes, it is mandatory to say that in your best Cartman voice. A raspberry and cherry ice cream float at 4.5%, which apparently is a collaboration with someone called Joe Sugg. Who? No idea. Okay. <laughs> anyway, shall we get into it? <laughs> I'm in my 30s. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's too zeitgeisty for we, me. We are in our 30s. Well, yeah, exactly. of us have a bloody clue, but we do know about <laughs> beer, and that's what we're yes. now going to try and focus on. Damn so, right. So, as we said, first up, Bump and Grind. Beautiful pastel colours. Yeah. On the can. Pleasing, pleasing, calming tones, I think. And It's very nice. As we know, um, with most TR cans, you've got the eye, the nose, and the taste on the back. We're going to mm -hmm. expect, I say expect... We've drunk these before, much like the other birthday beers, but you should Indeed. expect a nice hazy eye, a mango and ginger nose, maybe that's one for each nostril, and yep. tropical slash lemon for the taste. So I don't think there's much more to say about this. Let's get it open. Let's crack on. Absolutely. And to be mm. fair, straight away on the nose when you open the can, you do get a really strong oh. mango bit. A little bit of that ginger in the background as well, really nicely. Yeah, that's got a beautiful, beautiful nose on it. Really, really nice. And um, that's... Mm. Yeah. Again, much like all of the other mango-y flavoured beers we've had, it does have that lovely, deep sort of golden orange color oh it's lovely it's definitely hazy but there is a, a a slight element of translucency to it it's not the same as those really thick juicy beers yeah. we've had before but it has that beautiful golden color i mean it you can't see through it but it's letting light through for sure mm. um so yeah i mean it's it it smells beautiful it's just a, a huge huge fruity waft of, of mango with just a, a nice little 
hint of of ginger in the background kind of toning it down which is nice it kind of um i I recall this one kind of putting me in mind of a lassie in a really nice way sure um and i think i'm getting that again you know it's it's a lovely flavor combination this it really is and it's you know nice to see such an interesting ipl india pale lager which is you know an interesting style that's uh i mean we've done one or two before so you know we've got a beer here that's fermented with lager yeast and then hopped like an ipa and uh one suspects this being an interesting tiny rebel flavored beer one or two other things in there as well and with that said can we just get into it oh yes please cheers cheers oh Oh, that is lush. That is nice. That is beautiful. The flavours are coming straight through, but the first thing that I just get is it's just so thirst quenching. It really is, yeah. Really refreshing. Nice light, four and a half percent or four point four percent, so really sessionable. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it's IP, but it does still have that word L, the lager in it. So mine is not cold, but chilled. Yeah. And Same. Really refreshing, really tasty. You can seriously get that mango and ginger coming through. You do get a little bit of lemon in there as well, or I do, but it's not it's a, not a natural a citric lemon. It's more like a lemon sherbet. It's kind of like a sweet lemon. Yeah, it's just, a, it, and it gives a little just hint of acidity to kind of bring that texture and that ref, sense of refreshment through. I think, you know, for something that's quite sessionable, it is not lacking in flavour. It's got a real punch to it. So, I, what I like is that um, everything's there in, I think, just the right amount. So you've got a nice kind of biscuity malt base, then layers of sweet mango, and then there's just that touch of fiery ginger in the background. Just so it's just sort of balance each other out. Um, and yeah, I, I remember um, when I untapped this, I wrote that there was something I couldn't quite put my finger on in the finish brackets. I wrote a bit candied, maybe kulfi, like kulfi. Mm. That's what it put me in mind of. Um, but I loved it. And actually what you're saying there about the sort of lemon sherbet, that I think is what it was that I was struggling to put my finger on last time. That's what it reminds me of. Well, there we go. Always mm. good to make a return to a beer once in a while. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that's gorgeous. I, I love this. I think it's beautifully balanced. The flavours are really great. I gave this a four and I absolutely will stand by that on untapped. I think that's fair. I mean, I gave it 3.75 last time. I'm starting to wonder why I didn't give it higher, actually. It's really good, isn't it? It's coming back to it as well. I, I, I remember enjoying it and just I remember even just reading about it before we had it. And mango and ginger just excited me so much. And reopening the can and just having a good few gulps of it it yeah it's just putting a smile on my face it's wonderful yeah yeah it's lovely it really really is and interestingly Mm. i remember this just a few weeks ago at time of recording um this beer was one of i think four that caused a bit of a storm in a teacup for tiny rebel over the um over the naming so, I think uh, you are probably right there. They've yeah, um, they've had a that? couple of moments where they've um, been caught up with their mm-hmm. colourful branding and um, yeah. namings of things. And um, apparently it was deemed that uh, Bump and Grind, um, along with Cherry Bomb, No Capes and Original Nutter, um, 
basically they they had to withdraw them from sale because they were deemed to be offensive the names and the packaging um yeah make make of that what you will i i yeah i i don't there, there were a number of complaints by the way really but there were a number of yeah. complaints part so, of does, does think that maybe some people just have too much time on their hands yeah so apparently these are all four of these beers are released in 2021 um in various drops and apparently um the portman group which is the the drinks watchdog um received a a number of complaints um by apparently people with very much nothing better to do perhaps it was in lockdown um about uh, some of the naming and packaging of of certain of their beers this year and uh, this this was one of them so they had to um they had to uh, discontinue them of course uh bump and grind itself was was just in the limited release birthday drop anyway so um yeah. uh yes <laughs> there were various different reasons i think um with with this one it was deemed offensive i think with something like cherry bomb um they decided that it it looked too much like a soft drink and and you know therefore it wasn't clear that it was an alcoholic beverage or something equally petty oh whoops i didn't say that that was an opinion <gasps> oh no dare, dare i suggest that the people complaining should have just bought all these beers cracked them open and chilled the hell out <laughs> Yes. Or yes. Am I, indeed, or am, or but, am I um, not being impartial enough there? Oh, I don't know. I couldn't possibly offer an opinion. I mean, um, you know, it's you know we we have to bow to the ruling of of the Portman Group. Other drinks watchdogs are available. We hope. <laughs> um, I mean, um, if only. So yeah, this beer. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's bloody delicious. Yeah. Is the point? It's, yeah. It is outstanding. It's a honestly, <laughs> I couldn't give a toss what it's called. It's a very yummy beer, and I'm glad they made it. It is, and with that tasty beer and that mild controversy aside, mm. should we possibly move very swiftly on to beer number two? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting, but um, perhaps that's uh, that's a debate for another day, and perhaps for someone less biased than us. In their opinions. What I mean to say is we both share the same opinion on that. So if we want to have a debate about it, uh, we kind of can't really, because we're in it agreement. Would, it would be really rather redundant. It would be a very short one. <laughs> anyway, beer number moving, two. Moving swiftly on. Reminder is Cosmic Surfing. And I am putting a deliberately bad surfer accent on because it doesn't have a G. It does have the apostrophe at the end. The Citra and Suco Oat Milk Nipa. Right on, dude. Moving on. See what that. he has. See what he has to work with, people. Oh, <laughs> How have we gone this far? I don't know. We're only one beer into the four. That's the worrying thing. Oh, don't even get me started. Um, <laughs> but to be fair, on the back of the can, it does say "Cosmic Surfing." Grab your board and dive in. There you I, go. I golden, no citrus slash sweet taste. Citrus slash passion fruit yes indeed this is an interesting one so it's essentially like a milkshake nipa but with oat milk um so intriguing mm. uh, it has to be said well, yeah it's interesting it different. says oat milk but then on the ingredients this still just says wheat oats and lactose yeah yeah so, i do find that one to be a, a 
bit confusing. Um, maybe that's just Tiny Rebel playing their cards close to their chest as usual. Uh, could be. They, they, nobody tells us nothing. New no, exactly. But what we can tell you... What it smells and tastes like. Is that certainly as soon as you open the can, you, you do, and I hate being too generic, but you do get a very sort of strong Nipah nose on it. Yeah, what's nice is that but, it's it's fruity, but at the same time creamy. That does I, come through. I was, yeah, I was about to say that. You do get that mm. creaminess on the nose, and, well, let's just get it poured. Let's go. You've got a lovely sort of straw-like colour to it. Really nice and it's pale. It's isn't it? It's such a lovely pale golden colour. Really like sort of white, creamy, almost mm. egg whitey consistency, like whisk yes. egg white. The head, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lovely. It's really nice and soft, dissipating nicely. Um, that that lovely pale straw colour is coming through with a nice gentle haze on it. So it's a very attractive looking beer. This in the glass. I mean, it is indeed. And while we talk about attractiveness, it's probably worth mentioning the can art again. Very simple, indeed. But you've got a lovely yeah. white can, orange writing over a very sort of brush stroke style, I'd say, or maybe even sort of spray can style, um, sort of blue wave behind it. Yeah. So it's, it's very bold and eye-catching. Obviously, the blue and the orange yeah. sort of work together well. Yeah, simple but eye-catching. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Slightly different from the last one. Um, well, you know, very, all these very cans different, look... actually, I'd say. I wouldn't even yeah, say actually, you're, no, you're right. I think, uh, yeah, very different. I mean, the... the font is different everything um on the name i i think these are all very nice looking but very different looking cans so do make sure you check out our uh, pictures of them on our instagram at boozer in the brain for sure and well not much more to say about this one is there so um Shall we dive in yes yes we should cheers cheers Whoa, bodacious. I'm sorry, once I've started, I can't stop. This, this is human... the point when we realise that this show doesn't go past season one. Because <laughs> one of us is going to murder the other. I'm sorry, I'm just a human Pringle. <laughs> I despair. Yeah, that's why. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to keep you nice and down to earth. I thought that was my job with you and your crap jokes and long lectures. Oh God, not possible! I'm beyond saving. Just save yourself. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> right, so there are going to be some changes around here. Strap in, folks. I'm on my own now. No, oh, he's bloody no, he's not. No, there bloody well will not be. <laughs> My anyway, reign was short, but I regret nothing. Back to the beer. <laughs> Once yes. again, you know, Tiny Rebel, particularly, I would say, with a lot of their new beers they've dropped over the last year, and yes, there have been quite mm. a few of them, yeah. but they really do seem to be, dare I say, leaning quite heavily on the theme of Neepers. They do a lot of Neepers nowadays. They have done a lot this year, it feels like. Yeah, I know what this, you mean. This one does feel sort of more diverse than the others. Maybe it's because of the the, the oat milk nature of it. You do get that yeah. nice sort of creamy mouthfeel, that silky mouthfeel when drinking it, which, again, is not 
unlike or uncharacteristic of a Nipa, but I think that that lactose in it yeah. really does help sort of amplify that. Um, but you it do does still also yeah. get that sort of dankness in the taste. Yeah, I think that um, that blend of Citra and Simcoe is is really nice actually, and it's well done because it brings a nice fruit combination that I I think works very well because you've got you know the Citra is giving you a nice bit of kind of uh, sort of citrusy sort of hints of grapefruit and um, and maybe a touch of lemon lime or orange and the Simcoe is bringing its own orangey thing but also giving you hints of kind of pineapple and passion fruit mm. a bit more a bit more of a tropical feel so I think they balance each other out quite nicely there's there's a, a touch of sharpness in the in the fruit flavor that's balanced out by that creaminess that works um, you know I it, it's got a really nice kind of bright poolside sort of nose you know i think this is perhaps not a mind-blowing beer but it's really nicely balanced and very very well made i mean for you know for a little a little neeper or well maybe a 5.4 regular neeper um you know this this is very very good it's uh it's not tiny rebel at their most crazy um perhaps uh, not not as much as the, the other beers in in this in this episode certainly, but you know I think this is them doing their kind of bread and butter sort of stuff actually, uh, and and showing that they do it really really well, that they're just reliable quality. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think it's just my my minor beef with it. If I'm if I'm mm-hmm. gonna be critical of a brewery that I do love, is that I I fell in love with Tiny Rebel because of the borderline outrageous nature of some of their beers and some of the yeah. flavors that they've chucked into things yeah and yeah okay it's fine they do have a solid base with the neepers that they make and they do make very very good ones if you're into your neepers for sure it's yeah it's just that i when i look at some of the other beers that we've had of theirs some of the crazy ones that we've had in episodes and not in episodes together it just yeah they still make great beers they make great neepers it's just that's that's not why I fell in love with them. I agree. Um, I I do agree with that because I fell in love with them for the same reason, you know, because they do that mad experimental stuff that that's just so exciting. I suppose I could temper that by saying it wouldn't work if they did the mad stuff all the time and, would for me. and nonstop and nothing but. <laughs> would for me. Yeah. Okay. It would. For, it, it would. Okay. <laughs> that's perhaps not a good example because it would for me as well. But I think um, we're not necessarily representative of um, of most beer drinkers, perhaps. How dare um, you? I oh, know, wait, that's that's completely <laughs> correct. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you know, um, we're not casual beer drinkers, let's say. So I, I can I can understand that you know they need to do, you know, they need to have more core stuff that's perhaps slightly more mass appeal, but still very well done. So I'm not going to hold it against them as such. Um, this just isn't one of those beers of theirs that excites me the way the mad stuff does. That's fair, but now that you said that, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tweak my argument ever so ever so slightly. Yeah. I can fully respect the idea of having a core range that has plenty of in inverted commas safe options. Mm-hmm. When they are releasing new drops of ones that aren't necessarily going to be commonplace or in their sort of regular lists. Yeah. I would be happier seeing 
more outrageousness within the sort of limited releases, even if the flagship that's ones fair. are a little bit more normal. That's fair, that yeah. Um, that's fair, yeah. I, I, I'll go with that. Um, and, you know, do you know what? <sighs> okay, maybe not every drop is as mind-blowing as excite- and as exciting as every other, but, you know, when you do get that really special one, with something really wild and really incredible that really does make your jaw drop, it, it does make it worth it, you know? And I think if that happened all the time, it wouldn't be as special anymore, necessarily. You know, it's like Christmas every day. Um, so I wonder how much that might be the case. I, I, can, I can respect your opinion on that whilst ever so slightly disagreeing. <laughs> Fair enough. Because hey, you know, I'm the same. We we both live for the, we both live for their insanity, don't we? You know, that's that's why we love them. It's why we fell for Tiny Rebel, and it's why we still love them. Um, but you so, say insanity, but even well, the I, ones that they've done that are, are fruity and just different, but aren't necessarily yeah. off the hook stupid. Hmm. It, yeah, it's just that variety. Any, anyway, we're not yeah. here to bash Tiny Rebel. That's anyway, I think, what minor, minor rant, but... <laughs> I think what we're trying to say is that we like and, and admire this beer um, without perhaps loving it quite the same way as, as some of the others in, in this episode. That is completely is that fair? fair and brings us around very nicely to saying we both rated it three and a half on Untapped we the did. first time we drank it. So clearly yeah. it is not a bad brew. It's a very yeah. good brew. Of course, it's a very good beer. It's very well made and I'll stick with that rating oh as as will i yeah but yeah no it's a great brute it's well made and as someone that isn't the biggest neeper fan personally i still quite enjoyed it and and looked forward to drinking it again exactly and as someone who is um a slightly bigger neeper fan uh i think this is really really good and you know more than happy to have it again you know, just because it's not making our jaws fall to the floor doesn't mean it's not still a very good beer in its own right. Yeah, completely. It's just that we know Tiny fair. Rebel has the capacity to do that. That's the problem, I think. And with that said... <laughs> and with that said... <laughs> can we move on to the next one? I, I'm ready. I've got my jaw padding on the floor. I'm good to go. And a reminder that beer number three, Black Cherry Cream, Black Cherry Cream Soda Pale Ale... Mm. Oh, and the can work mm. is just so cartoony. It's, oh, it's beautiful. It looks like an ice cream sundae, basically, doesn't it? It's just yeah, it's fabulous. It's so good. Would fit very comfortably in a sort of nineteen fifties diner. Yes, yes, that's exactly. Like, what that's it is. what the lettering, that's what the font work mm-hmm. and stuff is screaming at me. And beautiful sort of colors with the cherry and yeah, and puts you in mind of um, straw and everything else. Oh, mm. yeah, puts you in mind of you know. Greece and Back to the Future, Hill Valley in 1955, that kind of thing. Oh, that kind of definitely. idyllic view of of the 1950s with uh, you know Mr. Sandman playing in the background and all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the font's just needling the jukebox so that it plays. You know that <laughs> exactly, sort of exactly. Um, so I, I, I assume we're we're kind of. I mean, obviously, this beard sort of defies labeling but we're sort of calling this a milkshake pale i suppose kind of i mean they, they label it as a cream cream soda pale so it's yeah it's like it's, it's it's in its own category but yeah it's it's that I think, sort of yeah, ilk, i think it, it kind of is to be honest and i'm wondering 
is this called black cherry cream or is this called black cherry C R E A M? <laughs> I mean, it's fair. They, they do have the emphasis <laughs> in the full stops between the letters. Yeah, it's cream. quite stylized in that way. Um, but I think that's just very much an opportunity to get two very, you know, cohesive but yeah. different fonts onto the can. And they do yeah. look incredibly. But well. I mean, even on even on Untapped, it's it's labeled as black cherry. <laughs> Sorry, folks, that wasn't an error in recording, and that wasn't my colleague having a minor stroke. That was him actually trying to read it out with the full stops in between. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing good with my reading. I'm sounding the words out. You're learning. Well done. I'm well learning. <laughs> I'm doing good. Anyway, on the back of the can, before we just dive straight into it, Black Cherry Cream... Parlor fresh, and on the eyes, deep cherry, on the nose, vanilla and cherry, and the taste, creamy slash black cherry, and I'm saying no oh. more, and the next thing you're going to hear is this. Yep. Let's get this open, because at this point, I'm, I am I need to put a bowl under my oh. face for all the dribbling. Oh, I've turned this <laughs> camera off. I don't want to watch it anymore. It's disgusting. <laughs> but automatically, on the nose, God. you do get that sort of combination between that beautiful sort of sweet cherry drop sweets and mm. and vanilla like vanilla ice cream okay so cards on the table listeners i have to confess that i'm really giddy and excited for this one and the next one because uh spoiler alert we absolutely freaking loved these when we first had them so you're about to hear us get really quite excited <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we've already put up with some crap from Matthew this episode, and that was on the two beers that out of the four were yeah. the ones that excited us the least. So I, maybe I need to give some sort of parental advisory warning at this point. <laughs> but if we haven't gushed enough already, my God, we are Ooh, going to. It's going to turn into a fountain. Um, And just visually, beautiful sort of oh, just... well, translucent borderline opaque cherry oh. reds. Glorious. There was a beautiful sort of vanilla ice cream coloured head on mine that has very quickly dissipated. It hasn't There's a slightly, yeah, me neither. There's a slightly pinkish tinge to it, I think, but a, a yeah. little bit. But just in terms of that sort of cream soda type thing, that's what it reminded me of, sort of visually. Yeah. Um, and again, now that it's out of the can, oh, you give it a good sniff, and you just, you do so genuinely good. just get the cherry and the vanilla on the nose, really, really yeah. strongly. It honestly, it's just. What they say on the back of the can, parlor fresh. Yeah. I mean, I, I it's, it smells like I'm in an ice cream parlor, an old-fashioned one. You're talking too much. It's time to drink. Yes. God, yes. <laughs> Shut up, me. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Oh. This is where we need the parental advisory warning for the noises we're making when we take a sip. <laughs> Oh, my, yeah, well, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> oh, dear God. That is so good. I'm not going to mince my words. <laughs> we're going to have our heart on the sleeve on our sleeves when we're reviewing this one. This is damn, 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 good, 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 damn, good, good, damn, damn, good. And if I could put it another way, it's bloody brilliant. It really is. Oh my god, that the that black cherry and the vanilla and ah, uh, oh, it just it it smells and tastes exactly like what it says on the tin. It, it's a perfect Ron Seal, and it's just 
heavenly. It's so superb. It's, it's rich. That creaminess is gorgeous. The dark cherry and vanilla is just perfect. Honestly, when I wrote my untapped review for this, I just said, I simply cannot describe it adequately in words. It must be tried to be believed. Sensational perfection. I mean, th this is just utter beer alchemy. And this is exactly, this is a perfect example of exactly why we fell in love with Tiny Rebel, because they're capable of stuff like this. There's one thing I'm going to say about this beer, and in the tone of my voice, it sounds like it's going to be critical. It's not. Yeah, I was, one, I was worried there. <laughs> I like to keep you on your toes. Um, <laughs> but it kicks in at 4.2%. So yeah. in terms of the strength of it, it is incredibly sessionable. <laughs> when you drink it, it doesn't taste like it's half a percent. It is dangerously, <laughs> dangerously <laughs> drinkable. This is just a soda pop. How could I this mean, possibly be beer or alcoholic it, at all? It's, yeah. That's, I mean, my God. that's exactly it. I mean, I could oh. fully imagine myself sitting in that diner, quaffing these until yeah. you get kicked out. And then as soon as you stand up from your seat, you fall over because then yeah. you realize you've been drinking it's something alcoholic. Staggering. Yeah. It's you could swear over. for all the world that this is a, a cherry soda ice cream flute. Yeah, you, you absolutely could. It's... And to go back to the minor rants I had earlier, this is why I love Tiny Rebel. <laughs> this is why. This is the sort of beer when, you know, you could have 10 beers in a row from Tiny Rebel that, that kind of, by their own standards, underwhelm you. And then you have this and you go, oh, yeah, that's why I love you. <laughs> it's just, just wow. I mean, seriously. Um, I mean... <sighs> I feel bad because at time of recording, you know, their, their ninth birthday was way back at the beginning of 2021 um, when this comes out. Even at time of recording, I think it's unlikely that you're going to find anywhere that's still selling this. You just won't. That's you just won't. But you just won't. Yeah. I was going to say, if nothing else, yes, we, we are perhaps being a little bit unfair to our dear listeners by drinking beers we know they can't get hold of. But, <laughs> yes. but, but. if you can learn anything from this... Tiny Rebel's 10th birthday is February 2022. Do not miss out. Do not, because it's if their 9th birthday was this special, God knows what their 10th is going to be like. And don't worry, everyone, because we will be all over it. You can be sure of that. Oh, we certainly will. I mean, they released 14 beers for their 9th birthday, which seemed like a random number. And granted, we had lockdowns. We had all sorts of time yeah. for them to... I mean, we weren't complaining. All sorts of, oh, good God, no. But <laughs> they obviously, you know had plenty of time to maybe think out a few more things that they might not have yeah. otherwise. Um, but, I mean, you know, think back to their eighth birthday. They'd released eight beers, but there were four pairs that you could blend together. They were clever. Really clever. You get to your ninth birthday, and you had the Oh My God four-pack, the Cocktail four-pack, the oh, Tall Boys, these yes. randoms that we've labelled as randoms, although it's just because they didn't fit into any other category. Yeah. You know, all absolutely outstanding. So Tiny Rebel, so if any of you guys are listening, you know, we're fully pumped <laughs> up for your amazing advent calendar that's coming out this year. Oh my God, yes. And as this <laughs> comes out, if you can still get hold of it, dear listeners, please, please do. An advent calendar with 25 beers and a glass. Not only yep. that, but every Not single one that. of their beers they have promised will be an Advent Calendar exclusive. If you do not get the Advent yep. Calendar, you will not try these beers. So that means an all-new beer that will never be seen again outside that Advent Calendar. 
that is special. That's a ama- twenty-five of them. That's special. It's a big deal. So it's, it's a, a big deal. Big deal. So you know, if there are any left, dear God, get hold of one. Don't worry, we will be um, hopefully uh, at that time of release, as you have so far seen. Although at the time of recording, we haven't started this yet, but we're hoping to do our own little Instagram advent calendar tracker. Um, so we'll we'll keep you abreast of, of what's going on with that. But yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, uh, February twenty twenty two, Tiny Rebels tenth birthday. Make sure you keep an eye out for that. It, it's it's their decade. It's it's going to be, I am sure, it's gonna really be special, and it's we gonna are going to be absolutely, we are going to be on it. Um, so yeah, Tiny Rebel. If if anyone from Tiny Rebel is listening, you guys, we're excited. So. And that's an understatement. <laughs> that's an understatement. But anyway, getting back to what I was saying about this, yes, I feel a little bit bad knowing that you know you almost certainly can't get hold of this beer anymore. But if by any chance Tiny Rebel at some point in the future revive this beer, and again, if ti- if you're listening, Tiny Rebel, please do. Um, then you know, yeah, make sure you get hold of it then because this is some awesomely special stuff. It seriously is. It's so special that we both rated it four and a half. Four point five. That's a huge rating. It's, it's a massive beer alchemy. Rating. It, it yeah. is purely wizardry. It really is. From our friends in Newport. Absolutely. And the wizards of Newport. The wizards of Newport. It's just magical, isn't it? Oh, oh, oh. It's magic. You know, uh, uh, oh. Never believe it's not so. Exactly, Boyle. <laughs> and before we offend anyone, I'm going to jump out of that accent and say, <laughs> shall we move on to another can of beer alchemy? Oh, go on then. Oh, God, that was so amazing. We've still got one to go. <laughs> and no, dear listeners, again, that was not from any sort of um, sound effect library. That was Matthew Giddy with Glee because... Yeah, okay, we're both quite sad that we've reached this point. We are on our final beer of the episode. Yep. But what a beer it is. A reminder, Slash Dog. Slash Dog. And Raspberry so and cherry ice cream first. floats. Uh, 0.5%. And again, the, the can work is so cartoony, it's unreal. Oh, it's just great. White with bursts of colour. I mean, you know, it looks like the sort of iced beverage that's very brightly colored that you would probably get at a fairgrounds yeah um and <laughs> we're skirting around the the, canine, the name here canine, aren't we? <laughs> canine related um yeah yeah you know ev- ev- everyone loves a good <laughs> fluff kitty no wait that's not it um, no similar to that um what's the flossy bunny no that's not it fluffy bunny no wait that's a game Hmm. No, anyway. it's not coming to me. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> so um, we got these lovely sort of bursts of colour and and sort of straws coming up out of the snow, and then there's a kind of cool dude dog with sunglasses with a blender for a mouth and a ninety nine on his head, and I'm not making that up. Again, on our amazing. Instagram, you'll be able to see this if you've not seen <laughs> yeah. these cans. It is something to behold. It really is. Um, and and yeah, apparently this is a, a collab with a YouTuber. Ah yes. Mm. 
And I have yes, deliberately I'm... said that to make it sound like I'm ridiculously out of touch because, let's face it, I probably am. I'm um, familiar with the two Ube. You're just going to let that sink in, aren't you? You'll be telling me that you still talk to your friends on face snap in a minute, won't you? <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're, um... we're, we're embarrassing ourselves enough. <laughs> Let's just get this open, shall we? Oh, very Let's quickly. This is actually the first one this time that um, we don't have the eyes, nose, taste. No, we don't. Um, but again, much like, and I didn't mention it with the, the black cherry cream, but that had lactose in as well. This clearly does too. Indeed. Um, raspberry puree, cherry puree. There's there's no not much more information on the can, we so denote. we're going to have to open it to actually yeah, just remind ourselves. We can assume ourselves. it's kind of a an elevated milkshake pale again, but really it defies categorization. Also worth mentioning, this oh. is the first beer that in the name, it doesn't actually have a type of beer within it. The black cherry cream was labelled as a cream soda pale ale. This is not. This is just labelled as a raspberry and cherry ice cream float. Ice cream float, exactly. And just the hit <laughs> on, on the nose there. Oh, oh my God. Wow. It's not often good. that I tend to oh, say this as Lord. a positive because, as you will have heard from other episodes, I, I love the idea of natural flavours within beers and then what you can do with them. Exactly. We both do. However, However. the whole point of this and what it is trying to emulate mm -hmm. is riddled with e-numbers and that artificial fruit flavour. Exactly. And if you just take a sniff of this, if you were ever lucky enough to do so, just... And I feel like I'm getting a sugar high just from sniffing it. <laughs> oh my god! I have three beers I've just drunk. I'm not entirely sure. But... I love a beer that just makes me giggle. You know, this is just—it makes me giddy with excitement. This is just amazing. Oh, you and me both. Again, that wonderful deep oh, red. Man. But you can, uh, maybe it's subliminal. I'm not entirely sure. But I look at this and I can tell by the shade of the deep pinky red that it is raspberry and cherry rather than just one or the other yeah absolutely absolutely i know what you mean and it's um it's quite hazy as well it's got a lovely um sort of opacity to it uh just and you know the fact that they've done this with just you know raspberry and cherry puree um along with you know the whatever else they decide the usual stuff that they decide not to list um it, it's just amazing because it does smell exactly like a uh, slush dog. That's as close as I'm going to get to naming the thing. Other iced beverages are available. <laughs> <laughs> Can we drink it, please? Can we drink it? Yes, yes, yes. A thousand times, <laughs> yes. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. I can we sound like a couple you, of school children, and that's how amazing this beer is. It's reduced us to that. I can assure you, dear listeners, Matt doesn't get this giggly when he's pissed. This is not to, anything to do with the fact that we are three beers in. No. As you will know from other episodes we've done where we've done a fair few beers. They've all been quite sessionable in this case. They actually have, and that's <laughs> the thing, you know. 
The last one was kicking in at four point two percent. This one's kicking in at four and a half. Yeah. The strongest only one, one had this episode was five point. Yeah. So it's the only one over that, five. Yeah, and even that is compared to some of the ones we've had this year have not been anywhere near potent. It's just exactly. purely. It's the beer itself. I, I, I'm still even slightly questions to call it beer. I know. I, honestly, that giggling was a genuinely, completely authentic reaction. We did not plan to do that. We did not put it on for effect. That was We both took a sip of that beer and just started giggling. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> mine was slightly triggered by you giggling as well. Uh, okay, fair enough, but still. <laughs> My God. Genuinely. I didn't know how else to respond. <laughs> oh God, I'm just, I'm almost speechless, which is a bit of a shame because this is a podcast. Little bit, yeah. Um, I mean, there's not a whole lot we can say about this apart yeah. from if you want to look up Matt's um, untapped reviews of the beers because, I mean, okay, we skirted around it. It tastes like a raspberry and cherry slush puppy. The rice beverages are available. Sorry, I wasn't very quick on the draw there. You're still giddy about the beer, aren't you? Yeah, um, a little bit. But it, it just does. Like, those flavours that you can associate with that, that sort of borderline pink, red, purple colour yeah. of the beer itself, it's just screaming it. And once again, yeah, I could quite happily sink a good few of these whilst walking <laughs> along the promenade of a beach. Yeah. Not, not realising I'm having a beer. <laughs> Not realising I was having a beer, but not realising that there was any alcohol. No, not realising having an alcoholic beverage. Yeah, it, it's just genius. I mean, it really is absolute brewing genius, this. It's extraordinary. It's, you know, um, you know when you get sort of slightly artificial drinks like that and there's a flavour called blue raspberry? That's what this puts me in mind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's what I kind of meant when I said the artificial. Yeah, exactly. And is. in the best possible way, I, I do genuinely mean that as a compliment, because this 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 beer just takes you right back to your childhood. Oh, for you know, sure. It, 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 it's wondrous. Um, in, in fact, dare if, I say, dare I say now that you've said that, the only now ever so, ever so, ever so microscopically small disappointment I have with this is that it has a very natural raspberry and cherry colour rather than blue. <laughs> yes, it feels like it should be blue. You're right. Although you say that, I can only imagine the noises you would have made when we poured it if it was compared to the noises you made this time anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, it would have been just supersonic squeaking. Um, but I mean, obviously that would be an entirely artificial blue. Obviously this is a much more natural colour. Um, but, I, you know... Honestly, if you look up my untapped review of this, it's not actually going to tell you very much because this blew my mind to such an extent that all I could write was, and, and I'm quoting here, really not sure how to describe this. It's extraordinary. All the flavours are there, smells of candy, but so perfectly balanced, not so sweet it's sickly. I just can't do it justice in words. You simply have to try it. Oops. Basically, per <laughs> basically perfect, pure, holy wow. Was how I was how I described this bit. That's fair, and the bit um, that I would pick the, up the on that 5. is the fact you said, and I, I, you found the words there or re-found the words there very mm -hmm. well. It's sweet, but it's not sickly, and that's the thing. It does yeah. pick up, and it does emulate those mm -hmm. artificial flavors that we've mentioned. Yeah. but it's it's not sickly. There is a, a there is a such a balance of the sweetness there that it is sweet, but it's not it's not horrid like some of those acrid syrups that you can 
gets with yeah. those sort of ice type drinks. It's just so wonderfully yeah, flavored. Those, it's those things that just, just sort of oh, so good. Exactly, it doesn't sort of make you feel slightly nauseated, and it doesn't give you like a you know funny colored tongue. No, it it's no, it doesn't. You're right. I just thought, no. I just thought I'd check. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it's really perfect, and it still has um you know a touch of vanilla and a hint of of um of of uh, raspberry cherry sharpness as well mm. oh, it that, does. that makes you realize that there is actual fruit in there you know it's it's so cleverly done you know i know that we're we're just completely gushing again but honestly this this is about as good as modern craft brewing gets in terms of um the creativity the the cleverness to pull something like this off um just the the sheer the sheer gumption they had doing something like this um you know this this is a good showcase of what beer can be and why it it is so special and so unique as an alcoholic beverage i think i couldn't have put it better myself it's just it yeah it just screams the fact that beer can very literally be anything you want it to be yeah yeah it, it's extraordinary and more importantly than that it's bloody delicious it is really and that's the thing delicious. not only is it so ridiculously creative it just works it's so tasty <laughs> and and once again it does that's why the two of us oh. both gave it four and a half on untapped much like the black cherry absolutely cream. it's magic rightly so it is it is just magical good. and before we gush too what much. a way to what end way, the ninth on. birthday beers. Well, what a way to end it. We finally got through the 14. Yay! <laughs> Before um, 2022. Hooray. Just. 10th birthday just around the corner, but we made it. Just. But uh, genuinely, a huge, huge thank you to the huge. fantastic team of people that they have at Tiny oh, Rebel. Hats off to you, Tiny Rebel. And we can't wait for the next one. We really can't. And as we mentioned earlier, the advent calendar as well. It all just, yeah. oh, it's just all so fantastic. So exciting. Worth perhaps mentioning that uh, we we did also uh, get these direct from Tiny Rebel. So we did all our thanks so goes to them in this instance. They 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 absolutely do. I mean, we, we were very lucky enough to get hold of the birthday packs. And we love them all so much that we then sort of dive straight back in to try and get more. And thankfully, yeah. we're successful in doing yep. so. Um, <laughs> oh, we won't yeah. be making that mistake for the 10th birthday. We'll be getting at least two of each beer straight off the bat, I'm sure. Oh, bare minimum, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, huge thank you to everyone at Tiny Rebel. I know we've done, what, five, maybe six episodes this series. I can't remember without looking back. It's been a fair yeah. few. It's been um, a journey. It's been a huge journey, but yeah, we've made it. And, and thank you so much. And also, as, as, as I think I mentioned earlier, worth mentioning, this is the penultimate episode of Series 1. So we It certainly is. Just, just flying under the radar that we've actually yeah. finally yeah. managed to get it done. Um, so next week is our Christmas special, just like all the best sitcoms. We're not going to try and save Christmas. Although maybe we are, because we're going to offer you some really fantastic beers that will hopefully gonna, yeah, amplify some, your celebrations. Go have um, some fantastic Christmas beers, so that'll we, we, it'll augment we, Christmas. Absolutely are. And I don't want to give too much away, 
but I will but. just say in terms of number of beers in an episode, it will be our biggest yet. Yeah, it will be a special in every sense. It will be um, a special in every conceivable way. And it will in... be slightly longer. It will be slightly stronger. So maybe it's worth oh. apologising in advance. Strap in, guys. We're we're probably going to get squiffy. I'm not going to lie. Probably. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, we want you to enjoy it with us. So you know, make sure you crack open a beer with us next week and 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 and, and enjoy along and and. We're going to have fun. We're going to have a lot of fun. We we are indeed. Yeah. And actually, that, that does translate very nicely into our usual mini plugs, as, as Matthew said. Indeed. We only have Tiny Rebel to thank for the beers of this episode. All of the beers that we will have for next episode, bar one, one we got directly from Tiny Rebel. They are making a, a, a two-week <laughs> appearance. <laughs> um, but everything yep. else that we've got, we managed to get either through our very good friend Cam at KG's in Didcot, or through Matthew himself and the fine people at Cambridge Wine Royston. Um, keep an eye on our Instagram. We may very well do a little bit of a teaser thing beforehand so that yeah. if you did want to drink along with us, most, Hopefully, most, to some extent all, you can but do most so. of the beers that will be available yeah. will be available from at least one of those two outlets, if not your local beer and bottle emporia to support them. But yeah, we'll maybe give a little bit of a teaser as to what we're going to be doing in advance so that if you wanted to drink along, then please do. Yeah, we'll make sure to let you know where we know they're available. Um, so yeah, um, do do check that out. But as, as we come to the end, once again, a huge happy ninth birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, tiny it's rebel, only, <laughs> belatedly. Only 10, only 10 months later than the birthday itself. <laughs> um, happy belated birthday, and uh, we'll we'll look forward to the next one in, oh, quite soon. <laughs> oh, in very quite soon. And <laughs> with, with that said, I'm not really sure that there's much else for me to do, except that, say, from me, Boozer. And me, the brain. Thanks again for listening, and, yeah, please do tune in for what will be a bit of a drunken adventure into our Christmas episode and final episode of series one next it's week. Christmas! Hurrah. Other 70s Christmas number ones are available. <laughs> Other religious holidays are available as well, maybe? Other holidays <laughs> stolen from paganism are available? Yeah, let's go with that. Let's not. Thanks for listening, everyone, and hopefully you'll tune in next time. <laughs> See you soon. Bye-bye.